Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Movember Radio. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. This is a weekly podcast focusing on men's health and the issues that men face today. There's over 5 million people in the Movember community and each week we speak with one of those people who's passionate about changing the face of men's health. Subscribe to us in your podcast app of choice or find us on SoundCloud or also on Facebook. Today, my guest is Jeffrey Rader. He's an extraordinary guy. Jeff is the co-founder and CEO of Harry's and... Warby Parker. Jeff hails from New York. He's based in Soho on Manhattan, and he has founded Harry's. Harry's is a direct-to-consumer men's grooming company. Razors, shave creams, all that good stuff, except not behind a locked safe in a drugstore and at a very reasonable price. They employ 450 people. Jeff is a successful entrepreneur who believes in having a positive impact on the world. Harry's donates 1% of their sales and 1% of their team's time to helping good causes in the community. Now, Warby Parker does much the same. Yes, they're a direct-to-consumer prescription glasses company, but they provide a pair of glasses to someone in need for every pair of glasses that they sell. Harry's has been a major corporate partner of the Movember Foundation in the US and Canada since 2014. Jeff did grow a moustache for Movember last year. He's going to try and grow one again this year. I really hope you enjoy this conversation with a thoroughly modern man, Jeffrey Rader. Hello, mate. Welcome to the show. Where do we find you today? Uh, in New York. What? Come on. New York's a big place. What part of New York are you in? New York City in Soho uh, and at the Harry's offices, worldwide headquarters in Soho in New York City. And what does that look like there? Uh, man, I'd, I'd love to show it to you. It's, uh, I, can, I, can, I can walk my computer around. We have uh, an open office. We have about 100 people here um, and lots of different functions in the company, everyone from you know, product design to uh, creative and graphic design, supply chain, uh, web product and engineering, marketing, customer experience, just a uh, Lots of people in one big space working together collaboratively on a bunch of projects. So it's um, it's exciting. It's invigorating to be here for me. That sounds that sounds a pretty exciting place to come to work every day. You are an, an incredibly successful entrepreneur, and at the heart of your two biggest businesses, both Harry's and Warby Parker, is a give back. Now, why why is that, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, we started Warby Parker and Harry's because. 
you know, fundamentally, we want to have real positive impact in the world. We want to have positive impact on our team, first and foremost, so people that work with us and hope that you know, over time they look at their experiences here and say, man, like, this is a real life and professional defining moment for me. Um, we want to have amazing impact on our customers and give them awesome product and great value and make the entire experience of getting you know, glasses and grooming products just better for people. Uh, hopefully that has impact. And then we also feel like it's important to have real positive impact in the community um, and um, to lead the way for other companies to do that. It's, it's our responsibility. And so you know, for Context and Harry's, our, our mission is really to help people get ready every day. Um, and there's lots of people in the world who, um, who, can get, who are getting ready for life's challenge in a bunch of different ways. And so what we do is work with amazing organizations that prepare people for life's challenges that help them get ready. Um, and we donate 1% of our sales and, and 1% of our team's time for that. So, you know, this year we're going to donate well over 2,000 hours of our own time to working with these organizations and helping them have really amazing impact. So there's, but there's so many companies, like if you look at a, a how-to business book from the 60s or 70s, it was like, dig it up, burn it, and take all you can get. But uh, that's kind of changed a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, like, it starts with us, like, we're not just building these companies to dig it up, burn it, and take all you can get. Like, we want to, you know, hopefully for, for us, this is, we spend so much time at work that we want the work that we have, that we do to have real positive, amazing impact in the world. Like, it's just not good enough to build a really profitable business. It, it has to do good um, for all the stakeholders around it. You've already disrupted a lot of the world with Warby Parker, which is your direct-to-consumer prescription glasses company, of which I'm a very loyal and fabulous customer, and I let everybody know everywhere that I'm wearing Warby Parkers at any point. I chose you because of the give back. Do you find that your customers do that? That they choose us because we have a positive contribution to the world? I think so. I mean, hopefully they choose us for a bunch of reasons, not just one. Um, you know, I think to start, we have to deliver them an amazing product. Um, and I feel really excited in our ability to do that at both Aries and Warby Parker. You know, a product that they are proud to wear and to use every single day. We want to do that, give it to them an amazing value so they feel like they get a great deal. And, you know, we have a real honest contract with them. Like, hey, look, we're going to build a company that's going to make some money. But, you know, we also want to make sure that you feel like you're getting great value and that we're treating you fairly and treating you well. And I think that goes a long way for people. And then we want them to know that they're part of a company and buying into a, a mission that extends beyond just the products that we sell. And, you know, for us, I think what's amazing to see is that lots of our customers feel like they're kind of on this journey with us in building our companies. Um, and when we talk to them and email them and interact with them, like they feel like they're part of the company and that, you know, by supporting us, buying our products and being part of our community that they know are building the company with us and we very much feel that way we're building it for them and we're building it together to have a massive impact we hope so you are at the headquarters of harry's the direct-to-consumer men's grooming company now as far as i can tell from my research into doing this uh this interview today you can count the number of shaving companies on, on one hand i'm guessing and from what i can gather that is an enclave protected by mountains of patents and, and supply chains yeah. and, and, and contracts to buy from enormous suppliers. That's a hell of a thing to go in and disrupt. Yeah, you know, for us, the idea for Harry's and, and the entire focus of it was around improving that experience. The, what you described is entirely true. You know, there is a, a couple of companies that dominate this industry with lots of intellectual property, with lots of barriers to prevent people from coming to change it. 
As a result, we think that they were delivering customers a suboptimal experience. You know, we had the idea for Harry's when my co-founder Andy walked into a drugstore, waited for 10 minutes for someone to unlock the case where the razor was being held, paid $25 for four razor blades and some shaving cream. It's like, this is crazy. I was looking in his bag and there was like a picture of a razor blade flying over the moon. Like, all of this just feels completely disconnected from a customer perspective. And the reason is because there hasn't been major innovation. The reason there hasn't been major innovation is because there's been no change in the industry for a long time. For what we got excited about was coming in and creating a real different offering, something that was a choice for guys that they always wanted, really high-quality product at great value, and a brand that was just there for them and wanted to give them a great experience. It's all we care about. Just make sure you love the product and the experience with the product and our brand uh, and do it in a way that was different. Go direct um, and build those direct relationships with customers that way. Um, and so, you know, we think we can have a major impact on customers in that way and, and do good for them and also hopefully have a major impact on the industry, like make everybody wake up and realize that they can't just, you know, be, do the same old thing and take advantage of customers anymore. Like people don't want that. They want something new and different and exciting. And that's what hopefully we'll do and, and be able to change practices in this industry as a result. How do you go about building something like a like a handheld? It looks simply seemingly simple. You just get some sharp metal, put it on the end of a stick, and, and sell it to someone. But I'm guessing it's a lot more complicated than that. So hard. So we, you know, we bought a razor blade manufacturer in Germany. It's a 95 year old you know company that um, has over decades perfected the art of literally grinding steel into a razor blade that you would feel comfortable touching to your face and it will give you a close, crisp, clean, comfortable shave. But that process is, you know, something that still humbles me. Um, we literally at our factory change the molecular composition of steel before we grind it into a blade. And then we grind it at an angle um, that is like really, really, really um, difficult because it has to be so, so tightly sharp at its, at its tip and, but very stable at its base. Um, and you know, then we do it millions and millions of times over. Um, and so there is a tremendous amount of trade craft and technology that goes into making a high quality razor blade. And it's amazing for us to be able to do it ourselves as a company and have, you know, we have 450 people in our team in Germany who are some of the foremost experts in, you know, razor blade engineering in the world. Um, who you know, make our products and then we get to deliver those to our customers. And what's super exciting is because we know our customers at a very intimate level and we get to have email conversations with lots of them. We email all of them after they buy and say, we're here for you. Tell us how we can make your experience better. They email us back and then we can take any of their suggestions and drive it back into the product development process and actually make razors better in the way that our customers want them, uh, which is super exciting to be able to do. The, the company is well and truly connected to men and men, as you said, getting ready for the day, ready for the next step in their lives. Why is it important for you to be a part of that, of that routine and, and, and putting yourself in the, that part of a man's day? Yeah, you know, shaving as a routine is um, not something that guys really enjoy. Um, it's sort of fraught with anxiety. They, it's something that some people, times people feel as a chore, like a chore when they do it. But you feel really good afterwards, you know, when you have a clean shave and guys look in the mirror and there's this moment where they're kind of looking at themselves like, yep, I got it. Like, I'm ready to go take on the day. So for us, it's like, well, how can we just make the experience of getting from sort of this, this feeling like, oh, I have to shave to that feeling afterwards just like, yep, I'm good, as easy and comfortable and simple as possible. 
Um, and if we can just do that for millions of people around the world, like now we're having impact in the way that they're feeling about themselves as they walk out the door. And that's big. Um, it was big for us. And so um, there's this seminal moment in a guy's morning that we think we can help make a little bit better. Not to say that, you know, they're going to start shaving with Harry's and like, you know, like disco music's going to come on or anything, but you know, like just, just the little things that make the entire experience of getting our product better, delivering it to them at amazing value. So, you know, our razor blades are half the price of, you know, leading brands, um, giving great products that they're proud to use every day, helping, we give them instruction around how to use our products. We put a shave guide in every one of our boxes. So here's how you should shave well, we think, and a bunch of tips. Um, and hopefully all of those things lead them to sort of check themselves out as they walk out the door and be like, yep, I'm good. And then they can go and, and do what they need to get done. That for us is a really important part of why we think we can have positive impact in the world. It sounds a lot closer to my experience than my razor blade flying over the moon. <laughs> we think so. <laughs> you are involved in the highest of high stress businesses. You're, you know, you've got built and, and are running startups that are worth so much money. What steps do you take to look after yourself when things are getting stressful? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, I think what's been most important in, for personal and professional happiness is two things. The, the first is to get to work with people who I love to work with. You know, my first job out of school, um, I worked at a consulting company and you could work on the most amazing project, sounding project, you know, strategy for a professional sports team. Who, what guy wouldn't want to work on that? But if the team that you're working with wasn't great, um, if the dynamic among them wasn't great, if you didn't love the individual people or didn't jive with them, it wasn't as enjoyable a project as if, as if you worked on some really a mundane sounding project, but with amazing people. What's great for me is that I get to come to work in people that I choose to work with every day and a group of people who choose to work with each other. Um, a big part of our hiring process at Harry's is to get broad-based buy-in from our team to the people that we bring in so that when someone starts here, everyone's really excited about them joining. That's the first thing. The second thing is I have control over my life. You know, I have two young kids. I can go home and see them, you know, when I want to on and during the weekdays and spend time with them. And maybe I work later. Um, I'm probably working as many hours as I ever have, but... I'm working the hours that I want to work and I'm doing it um, for something that I feel really passionate about. And so that, that helps a lot. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And not to say that it's not stressful. The stress that I have comes from responsibility. It comes from responsibility for the fact that we employ 450 people in a town, probably only has a few thousand people in it. That's like a major percentage of this town. And we need to do great things for them and make their lives better and build a great company so that that supports them for long term. And we have a big team here, investors who I care deeply about, who I want to make sure you know do well by investing in us and who believe in us. And I want to make sure that belief comes to fruition. But you know, for me, being able to share that feeling and burden and excitement also with a team of amazing people who we've gotten to build and having control over the way that I get to manage my schedule and, and ultimately ultimately control over the direction of the companies you know, feels really good um, and in, in some ways creates more excitement than stress and burden. But let's, you know, let's be honest, there's going to be moments in your day when it all comes crashing down and everyone looks to you to save it. What do you do to make sure you keep a level head and don't let the fear and panic set in? Yeah, you know, being, starting a company really pre-launch, but but certainly after launch too, is just a yo-yo of emotions. I mean, if you take the pre-launch experience as an example, you'll, you'll have a meeting with someone and they'll say, this is the greatest idea I've ever heard. You were going to build the next amazing brand in the world. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. And then you go to a meeting right after and someone's like, I cannot believe you do this. is never going to work. And you can just imagine, and these are could be really sophisticated, thoughtful people who, who you trust, you know? And you can just imagine the, the different emotions that those conversations would elicit. And when you have them back to back, oh my gosh, like what do I, how do I think about all this? And I think the same thing is true even after lunch. Everything feels so important always. It's your baby. You're so emotionally connected to these companies. And what I try to do is just almost have an out-of-body experience when that happens and just be like, look, something's happening. It's either really great or sometimes it's really bad. You know, something as good as it is or as bad as it is, it's going to be either better or worse tomorrow. And I just got to know that. This is something, you know, these are great brands take decades to build. They take a, it takes a long time to build just amazing consumer brands that create movements across the world. And so no one day or moment is going to define that. It's going to be a set of days and moments and experiences that do and decisions. And, and for me, it's like, let's just make as many of the days really good days as we possibly can, knowing that bad days will happen. And when they do, know that there are bad days and bad days happen and just get up the next day and try to make that day better. You know, sometimes everyone's looking at me and something really bad happens. It's like, like okay, okay, guys, this happened. It wasn't perfect. What can we learn from it and how do we improve? And as bad as all the emotions feel, as much personal responsibility as I feel, just I almost have to have this out-of-body experience, which is like, okay, let's have some perspective and really keep emotions in check to move forward. And what about when you, you said you can pop home in the day to be with your young family, yeah. which is an, an incredible, incredible gift yeah. and, and what a or privilege. At least, at, at least at night a couple times a week to read to my kids, things like that, you know. How do you switch off? How do you make sure that you're connected with them and they don't have memories of daddy looking at his phone? Oh, man, it's so hard. And my kids will have memories of daddy looking at his phone. Um, you know, I, I think part of it is to actually like put my phone away and, and just really engage with them and get into the activities that they're doing. I mean, I think if you are doing an activity with someone, you're less likely to engage with their phone. If 
your kids are running in circles and you're not running after them in circles, but checking your, like sitting there, like you're more likely to check your phone than if you actually really engage in the behavior that they engage in. So that's, that's what I try to do. Um, I'm, I'm not perfect. Uh, and if my wife were here, I'm sure she'd be like, there's many times where you're on your phone and you shouldn't be, but, um, but for me, it's just a privilege to get to spend time with them and structure my day and work around them in many ways. I've never got to ask this question. What's it like to wake up in the morning, no matter how you're feeling, sick, tired, whatever, and go, yeah, but I founded a company worth over a billion dollars? <laughs> you know, for me, this is probably emblematic of how lots of people feel like, I never feel like we've made it. Like, I don't think, oh yeah, we've made it at Orby Parker, or made it at Aries, you know? I think we're kind of making it every day. Um, it could be worth over a billion dollars today, and it could be worth a lot less tomorrow. We've seen that happen. Um, and, you know, we want to build a company, two companies that are around for a hundred years. One of them's in year five and one of them's in year two and a half. Um, and so like, I think of us as like being in the first out of the first inning here. Um, and if we build these companies that are around for a long time, of course they'll be really valuable and it's really exciting for us. But I still, and I, and maybe I just haven't had time to be introspective and kind of look back and be like, Oh my God, look at the impact that companies have had. And I hope I will have that opportunity, but I still feel like we're, we're just making it. Um, like we're trying to make it better and, and, um, and we have a long way to go with both companies and that's what's super motivating and exciting for me. And that's what I wake up thinking about. So what was it that drew you, obviously shaving is a big part of Movember. What was it that drew you towards Movember? Yeah. I mean, I think it was that, you know, for me, it was this idea that there was an organization that was having such amazing positive impact in the world um, that used men's grooming in some ways as a vehicle to do that. It's like, well, I'm starting a men's grooming company and I want to have really amazing positive impact in the world. Let's at least have a conversation. And you know what I didn't fully realize, you know, when we, when I met Mark and the whole Movember team early on was how dedicated they were to men's health and to having an incredible impact. It wasn't just grow your mustache and that's it. It was, they've raised as an organization over $500 million to support, you know, prostate cancer research and men's mental health and a bunch of other things that are really, really meaningfully important to guys everywhere. I was just immediately enthralled with their mission and, you know, wanted to support them however we could as a brand. And so from that point on, I started doing Movember myself and trying to raise money to support Movember in that context. And, you know, I think there was a real alignment between how we were trying to build Harry's and having a real positive impact in the world and the way that Movember tries to, you know, use that set that time and you know the year to, to to do that for guys everywhere and just kind of naturally one thing led to another had some conversations and, and really excited to get to work together so how was your november experience last year i saw you had a pretty good handlebar going on yeah handlebar all the way um <laughs> i really liked it what i strive for is to have a mustache that i can actually use some wax and get the the curly cue on what I've learned is that a month of growth, and I have a pretty robust beard, which is helpful in the shaving industry, but you know, a month of growth as it doesn't get you there. Um, so I'd have to go beyond November to do that. Um, and at Harry's, we launched a holiday called National Shave Day at the end of November, where we kind of celebrate guys for their mustaches, and we partner with barbershops over the country to enable them to, you know, guys come in and get a mustache shave after after the end of November, and so. You know, I have this weird tension where I, I really want to continue to grow out my curly cute mustache, but I'm you know I'm feeling pressured for to participate in National Shave Day and take it off. So the hand, I, I think I'll bring back the handlebar though. I was 
I, uh, I really, I felt like that was a, a good look. <laughs> but what did your wife think about it? My daughter, not last year, but two years ago, was born on Halloween on October 31st. And I was like, well, look, I'm doing November. That's the deal. And so we have all these baby pictures of her from her first month where I just have a really great stash gone and different stages of development of the stash too. I mean, it's just, you know, you got to commit. That's, that's fantastic. You mentioned like before that the give back is such a part of the businesses that you, that you build. And at Harry's, you've taken that one step further. And I find this really interesting. Tell me about what the university is. Yeah. So, you know, as we think about this broader mission of helping people get ready every day, um, we looked at or kind of thought about ourselves and times in our lives where we felt like it would be valuable to get ready. And, and one really you know, pivotal time in my life, and I think lots of people's lives, is the time when they graduate from college and they're getting ready to figure out what they want to do in the real world. You know, if you look across the U.S., youth unemployment is 2x the national average. And I think there are lots of people who have great educations but don't exactly know what they want to do, how to take all of their considerable skills and put them to good use. And so, you know, we are really fortunate to have the opportunity to know and be inspired by amazing entrepreneurs and business leaders who've had incredibly interesting personal journeys. And so um, with university, the idea was to, through webinars, you know, put, and, and the webinars are fireside chats, we call them classes, you know, they're with me or someone on our team interviewing these amazing business leaders um, and just talking about their journey and what it's like to build an amazing organization and team and culture and what it's like to work at their companies. And through that process, we just get kids' exposure to lots of different interesting ideas, start to try to teach them some skills and expose them to ideas that they don't always get in school. And at the end of the program, um, we work with a set of companies that agree to interview them for internships. The way I think about that is, you know, if if you want to get a job at you know a major Fortune 50 company, you can probably go through a formal application process, etc. If you want to get a job at Harry's or Warby Parker, oftentimes it's around: you know, Do you know someone on our team, and can you get into a stack of resumes that we consider? And we just get so much about interest and don't have the infrastructure to process all those all those applications. And so what this does is it gets you into that pack. It is a warm referral from a friend of the company um, to get you real consideration to, to work there. Um, and through that, you know, we have gotten a bunch of kids' jobs and internships um, at these companies and think in that way have had a really meaningful impact on their trajectory. It's university is kind of in its third semester, I guess, and we've been building it up, but we're really excited for this year. And we expect, you know, over 5,000 students to participate and, um, and learn from some pretty amazing people and, and hopefully can really impact them in a positive way at the end of the program. You really like to disrupt, Jeff. You're disrupting the glasses industry, the prescription glasses. <laughs> you're disrupting the razor industry. And now there's all these guys in the Hamptons who have been doing handshake deals for their sons and grandsons for years, and suddenly there's these upstarts from Alabama turning yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's fun. I, I love ideas. And you know, the idea from the university is someone on our team who's an amazing entrepreneur and and we're talking about how we're going to have positive impact. You know, he's like, hey, I think there's an opportunity to build a really interesting program that has real amazing impact for, for this important group of folks. And um, I thought it was a great idea. And so we just said, all right, let's go do it. Mate, it's been fantastic to speak with you. I know you're the, the busiest man on the planet. Uh, but I do have three final questions, which we end each interview with. Cool. What would you say that your motto is? Yeah, I think... Probably like just keep learning, keep getting better. Like I love just learning more every day. And that for me is what is super exciting. And what for you is the most important quality in your friends? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, 
I think it's that they are a mix of being incredibly solid, trustworthy, earnest, good people who are really genuinely there for each other, while also um, being able to just always have a ton of fun and make the most of every situation. And I feel like regardless of where you drop our, our friends, they will they will have a, they will make it a great time for themselves and everyone else around them, and that they're very welcoming and open to just hanging out with lots of different types of people and open-minded. That's a lot of things. I would say three things in, in summary. Being really welcoming and open-minded, embracing fun, and being incredibly solid people. Fantastic answer. And a final question. If you could pick up your phone and dial 18-year-old Jeff, what would you tell him? I tell him just to do what you like to do. Always take a step back and just be like, what, is, what makes me happy? And just do that because that's what I'll be best at. Don't do things because you're afraid of not doing them or because everyone else thinks it's a good idea to do it. Do things that you legitimately think are going to make you happy and do things that you would love to do. And if you do those things, you are A, going to be happy, which is super important, and B, going to be really successful at doing them. Mate, it's been an absolute privilege to speak with you today. Thank you for my glasses. And thank you, <laughs> thank you for doing the work you're doing. Have a great day, Jeff. Thanks so much. Great to speak with you too. That was Jeffrey Rader. You can find him and his companies online, harrys.com, warbyparker.com, and of course, you can find us, movember.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad I could share this conversation with you, but it should never replace a conversation with your doctor. Thanks to everyone that helped make the show today, Molly Hindman, Lavanya Nagendran, and Daryl Misson. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We'll see you next week. 